everybody welcome to another marvin berry podcast as always i'm your host chris the chris borger borger uh today's podcast i am joined by none other than my good friend sam stralak he's a local actor comedian and member of marvin berry we talk all about uh having to poop your pants sometimes when that happens that's a big theme on this podcast uh as well as uh old movies from our childhood and uh what it was like going to a French art school uh, where Sam went from K to 12. Enjoy! Oh, jeez. I held that enjoy for too long. Enjoy. Hello? Hello. Oh, we're online. Oh, boy, oh, boy. How you doing, Sam boy? I. Did you just say I? Oh, no. Are you there still? <laughs> yeah. Did what did you say when I asked how are you doing? I said I'm good. How are you? Uh, you got cut off, so I just got how are you doing? And then oh. I, <laughs> I, I, oh uh, man, I, that's I. You ever watch Ali G? Uh, actually, no. I I don't think I've ever seen it. But you've seen uh, what is America? Yeah, that's a just a fantastic show. It is. Oh my God. I also have been watching that uh, YouTube channel that you talked about, All Gas, No Breaks. Oh, yeah, that was ridiculous, eh? It's so great. It's wild and perfect. Which ones have you watched so far? Um, I watched the one where he goes to the furry convention. That one's special. That one's really good. And I also watched the one where he goes to the Flat Earth convention and was it? Like, was it the SpaceX launch? Some, like, rock, rocket launch or something? That one just came out. Yeah, that was hilarious with all the uh, yeah. <laughs> the lady at the beginning who was like, I love Trump so much. He's the best. <laughs> yes, I'm an immigrant, but I love Trump. Uh, yes, I have, yeah. a, I have a brain that bleeds. My brain is bleeding. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh. <laughs> oh, geez. It's, it's wild. People are wild. The, like, adult video award one is one of my favorites. Oh, yeah, I should find that one to watch. Oh, man, it's just, like, old weird dudes asking panelists of porn stars, like, questions like, how do you make the butt extra juicy? Because everyone knows your butt is the juiciest. And they're like, oh. <laughs> oh, man, it's wild. That's great. Last night I also watched that Netflix documentary about flat earthers. The one where at the end they prove themselves wrong? Yeah, well, they, like, do it a few times. They, like, spend all that money getting that special laser, that, like, geo, like, compass laser thing to, like, measure the, like, the angle of the Earth to see if it is actually, like, rotating. And they're like, if the Earth is actually rotating and if it's round, then we should get a 15-degree difference in about an hour. And they turn it on an hour later. It's, like, 15 degrees shifted. And they're just, like... Huh. <laughs> oh fuck oh no oh, hey i'll be oh, back huh. in eight seconds i think one of the dogs is by the door making noises like she's gonna shit so oh yeah you want that outside you want to go outside to take it oh yeah you do oh wow oh oh yeah 
Man, dog shitting outside these days, right? <laughs> I'm actually shitting outside right now. What? How are you talking? Yeah. Do you have hands free? Do you have a Bluetooth? Oh, yeah, yeah. I only need one hand to shit. <laughs> what do you use the hand? <laughs> Is it to brace yourself, or what's what's the hand doing? Uh, you don't want to know. Oh, no. <laughs> that's that's not for podcasts. Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. When I was in... Uh, Grade 11 on a ski trip, we went to a panorama, and at the top of the mountain, uh, it was myself, my friend Brett, and Mike, and uh, Brett, as soon as we got to the top, which is like a chairlift, and then a T-bar, and then like another T-bar, so it's like an hour of waiting in lines and getting dragged up a mountain, get to the very top, and Brett's like, guys, I got a shit, can we go to the chalet? We're like, there's no <laughs> way we're going to the chalet, that's way too far. We just got to the top of Panorama, which took, like, a year. Yeah. Uh, so we're like, Brett, just take a crap in the woods. It'll be fine. So he's like, okay. So takes off his snowboard and, like, the trees. And then the snow, he just, like, sinking up, like, past his knees in the snow. And takes, like, just, <laughs> which would be, like, like, a cold, horrible outdoor poop onto snow. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if he, like, there's no deciduous trees. I don't know what the wiping situation was. Um, mm-hmm. Puts his snowboard back on, and we go, like, man maybe for a minute of skiing uh and then mike kind of comes up to me and he's like chris i kind of got shit and i was like honestly i do too now we should go to the chalet so then we (laughs) went to the chalet and brett who had just taken a ice crap in the woods was like guys no you have to shit in the woods too i'm like i don't know that looks looks pretty uncomfortable brett i don't know why i'd want to do that (laughs) we don't want to look stupid on the mountain no way pooping in public ugh that's fun. I've yeah. never pooped in in uh, just out in the open. Actually, I don't think. Never, never for like art no. or revenge. No, actually, I don't do a whole lot for art. What has art done for me, really? That's a good question to ask. Ask not what yeah. you can do for art, but what art can do for you. Yeah. Um, That's. And you've never had to like gone on like a hike and been caught off guard, or like been on a long walk somewhere and had to. Toss a leg up on a tree? Like, the closest... The closest I think that I've come to, like, rationalizing in my head is, like, all right, I am going to shit my pants, is there's one time Gordy and I, we drove to Red Deer to do an improv workshop, and so we we drove down. Like, I picked him up, and then we drove down to Red Deer, and we were, like, we had a little bit of time before we had to show up to the workshop, so we were like, well, let's stop at Peter's Drive-In and the Donut Mill, those, you know, the staples of Red Deer. Of course. And we we stopped, and we got, like, milkshakes and burgers, and I got some donuts for dessert. So then we show up to the workshop, and we're, like, you know, having some snacks and stuff during the workshop, um, and then it was with Tara. And so afterwards she asked if we wanted to hang out. And so we went to Earl's afterwards. We got some like happy hour snacks and drinks at Earl's after the workshop. And then we, Gordy and I left and we drove back to Edmonton. Everything was fine on the highway. We drive back (laughs) to Edmonton. As soon as we get back into the city, I'm kind of feeling a little bit like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna have to ship pretty soon, but like, we shouldn't be worried. Like, I can see IKEA. Everything should be okay. I can see IKEA. I'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's we're in the city now. That's IKEA. I'm not far from the toilet. And so I, I drive to Gordy's house, drop him off first. And by the time I get to Gordy's house, I'm like, it's starting to be like, like I'm kind of like wincing and like have to like re- readjust where my body is to be like I have to 
put an extra little crease in my small intestine just to like hold it in there. <laughs> like adjusting your organs. Yeah, he's like saying goodbye in the in the car and taking just a sweet amount of time to like wrap up the day and like chat a little bit and say farewell. And I'm like, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, well, see you later, okay, see you later. We say bye like a couple times. He finally leaves, and I'm driving back to my house now. And about like halfway between Gordy's house and my house, I'm like, it is so dire that I start thinking in my head. I'm like, if I shit myself in my car. Like what? Like what are the next steps? And I was like, <laughs> I, like what do I do? I pull over and do it outside? Do I just let it happen in here? Will it make the car smell bad forever? <laughs> I do have, like I do have like a little like lining on my seat, so I was like, I could just shit in my seat and just throw out the lining, and maybe that's enough. <laughs> but I, I ended up holding it, and I got to a toilet, and immediately immediately did business man that moment of ecstasy when you've almost shit your pants and now you're over a toilet and you haven't released it yet but you're just hovering to hold yourself like edging and you're just like <laughs> oh i made it and you just kind of yeah, torture yourself that must be the same feeling that astronauts get when they finally get to space and like see earth from from a from a distance it's like oh wow oh man that's, that's where we're from that's humanity truly edging on the atmosphere um i wonder if astronauts when they get back to earth are satisfied because shitting is easier because of gravity oh that's a good yeah that's a good point like is it a lot harder do they have to like do you have to get a buddy to like put a foot in your gut and milk you maybe or they have to milk it out milk it out or just like they also have to exercise with like certain equipment because they're because there is no gravity gravity like their muscles lose mass and stuff really quickly in space so they can't spend a whole lot of time there because then they get all like scrawny and weak have you noticed like the exercise they're always doing though is just like ah you're doing squats upside down <laughs> it's like cool cool that's that's great yeah it's always like a russian looking mom in a t-shirt <laughs> just like doing squats and you're like ah <laughs> uh, yeah the real cosmonauts are just russian moms Probably a lot of them. I don't know. Probably. I don't know. Maybe it's hard to have a family. No, I think a lot of astronauts have families. They're stable. Have you there's, watched? Yeah. That's uh, they're stable. There's a documentary called "The Last Man to Walk on the Moon" about the last like guy on one of the Apollo missions who uh, was the last oh, yeah. guy to walk on the moon. Um, they were saying that like all the astronauts lived together in this like gated community and were just like sound like they were just like swingers almost and had like crazy booze parties and shit and all were very close with each other wow yeah and we're all like fueled up by like we could all die any day but we're also have the most badass jobs ever so i should sleep with your wife and they're like hell yeah <laughs> like for sure for sure <laughs> i buy it yeah what if every like what if every difficult job was like that you just you sign up for a job like, well, if you want to be a brain surgeon, you better be ready to fuck my wife. We, <laughs> it's as high stakes in this department. You know, that's the problem with police. Their jobs are too easy. There's not enough wife cucking going on. Exactly. The standards they just need to low. fuck each other more. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of everyone else. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. I think like, dog is done shitting. I'm going to let dog in. Be right back. Great. Oh, Jesus.
Man, what a poopy little baby. <laughs> people think that having kids is hard. You should try having a dog. I mean, those people don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, because to have a dog, first you have to fuck a dog. <laughs> it's a lot harder. <laughs> I just want that sound clip to be the entire podcast episode. <laughs> Sam Strelak. The shortest episode. To have a dog, you have to fuck a dog. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> oh, man. From the guy who brought you Man Dog and I'm Gonna Fuck Your Cat. Ah, fucking dogs is hard. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I have, a, I have an M.O. now, don't I? You're typecasting yourself. A lot of truth is coming through. Oh, no. Oh, man. Hey, did well. you see that thing about Chris Dahlia? No. Apparently, he was like grooming like 16 year olds and shit doing all this spooky shit and he has played a pedophile in many tv shows oh wow yeah by many i mean two but i guess right well, i mean that's a lot though it for is. someone who is a real life pedophile yeah to play two times be like we want you to be a pedophile pretend and he's like yeah all right they don't even get real gay people to play gay people in movies yeah this is a lot more progressive it's honestly a good step <laughs> <laughs> wow I didn't know that about him. I'm, I've never honestly, I don't think I've ever seen him in a in a show or anything other than like his stand up, his like first Netflix stand up special. I think I saw. I'm not sure if I've even watched that. I've seen his Eminem impression, which I like a lot, and I was uh, going to use as like a piece of the curriculum for uh, this like improvised <laughs> rap workshop I'm going to teach on Zoom. And I was like, uh, man, now I got to get rid of Chris oh. Dahlia wild yeah man it's a dark well, world so there. what happened to is he like in jail now like i think it's in the first steps right now so it's like it was announced on twitter i think the person went public i don't know if it's like a lawsuit is going down or if it was just like an accusation i don't know if he's like responded it could be knowing the world of hollywood it seemed like in a week from now everyone could be like yeah whatever um yeah or if, uh, I don't know, who's to say? I just saw that it was, like, announced on Twitter that it was kind of revealed, and everyone's like, oh, shit, but also, that kind of makes sense. Huh. Wild. Yeah, man, what a world. What a world. I tell you, what a world. What a world. What um, a world. What are you up to today? What What's your world. plan? I am just dog-sitting today. One of my parents' dogs has a slipped disc. No. So... Yeah, someone just has to be around her all the time to make sure that she doesn't, like, run lots and jump on furniture and stuff. Aww. Which, what dog is yeah. it? Molly. She's a Frenchie, so she's the one with all the health problems. Of course, because she's a Frenchie. Yeah, pure bread in bread. Pure bread in bread. Oh, man. Hey, speaking of Frenchies, what was going to J.H. Picard like? Did you ever want to go to a different school? Were you psyched the whole time? Um... I did want to, but it was like a weird thing where it, it was like cool to to leave JH Picard. Oh, okay. Like you gained you gained like hallway cred if you were like, yeah, next year I'm going to Scone on. Everyone's <gasps> like, what? Oh my god! It's that like was, when uh, uh, nineteen year olds announce they're moving to Vancouver. That's the equivalent. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of that. So um, I did like yeah. want to leave for that, but I never really had a reason to. At a certain point, there was like a few of us that had been there since kindergarten together that we were all like i think we have seniority over most of the teachers 
we can do whatever so, we want now. Yeah, we were kind of like, why would why would we leave? We we have so much clout here. <laughs> yeah, you guys had a weird amount of power. I remember coming over for like improv shows, and like the attitude of the students was like, oh, this school respects the arts. You guys are like <laughs> can kind of do what you want. Um, yeah, and like going to Ottawa and like seeing like the whole team smoking cigarettes and being like. What? The teacher's into that? <laughs> well, we're French. That's just part of the French curriculum. Right. It was like rations from the school. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of like because we didn't get any like arts funding. They were like, well, we can't give you money to make any of your stuff look nice. So we'll let you do what you want as payment. <laughs> Artistic freedom. It goes a long way. I mean, like you could go to Skona and have like a $30,000 set you're doing a musical on. But now... Way grittier. Way grittier. Oh, yeah. yeah. Got that Got that grit, that Fillmore grit. Have you seen that movie True Grit? Yeah, with uh, One-Eyed Jeff Bridges. Yeah, the whole time I was thinking Sam Strelak in high school. Thank you. That, yeah, that's exactly what I was like. Like <laughs> a 50-year-old man <laughs> in the West. Oh, man. It's kind of Wild Westy, honestly. Like, just being on the improv team got me out of so many projects oh by just being like i have improv yeah that or like i had a french teacher that when i was taking french ap that would like assign a book report to everyone and then after she had just assigned it come and like sit beside me at my desk and be like hey so if you don't want to do this there's some like french community event i need a host for if you do it for free i'll give you 90 on this on this book report and i'd be like yeah okay <laughs> they're just like got you to host things in exchange for marks <laughs> yeah so i i learned a lot about the world in that class yeah it's funny in high school when you get like a little bit more freedom and you realize that like you can kind of bullshit and break rules if you don't get caught <laughs> You kind of do yeah. in high school. If you go up to a teacher with, like, at the beginning of class, and you're like, listen, 40 minutes in, I have to leave. And just say, because of leadership, don't have to say what you're leading or what is going on. And you're gone. <laughs> just gone. I've had as a sub a lot of times, kids will come up and will just assume, since it's so easy most of the time, that they can just say anything that, like, won't even make sense. But then I'll hold them for a second more. And I don't really care, but I care enough to, like, double down. Explain what that means. Like, that is. So, yeah. Someone would come up and be like, hey, I have to go uh, to the library. Be like, oh, why? Like, oh, I have my back. I have to take my backpack there. Like, why do you have to take your backpack to the library? Be like, Ex what? And they just, like, won't know what to say after that. And be like, yeah. I'll be like, sit down. And they're like, ah, oh, okay, <laughs> fine. <laughs> oh, that, that usually is enough there you think my backpack should stay here huh you're just yeah like they don't prepare anything they have no story i've had it where kids mm. don't even have like the sentence figured out where they'd be like mr b i just um i'm just like pointing at the door and kind of walking towards like and, and uh you know and uh <laughs> like no shut up the fuck are you this doing this is why improv is important for all students to learn oh in high school man I once, this is bad, but uh, <laughs> especially since I'm a substitute teacher now, I think anytime I get fucked with as a kid, it's karma because of this moment. Um, yeah. Oh, it was bad. Uh, so it was like Foods 20, um, where I would just like joke around with the foods teachers tons and like was all right at food. So like I wasn't like uh, burning shit or like fucking up their equipment or anything and like cared about it, but also would just be a nonstop smart ass. Um, 
and we had a sub all the time for food. So I really didn't like because she didn't give us like any freedom at all. And normally yeah. it would be like we had access to the spice cabinet. We were encouraged to be like, find your own spices for anything you're making, experiment, make mistakes. That way you'll learn like what doesn't go well together, what amounts you should have of things. And um, so it was like a really good way to learn how to cook where we were never assigned the recipe for a lot of hunks so we could just figure it out. Yeah. Uh, but the sub had a recipe she was giving us and I remember I was like in the spice cabinet grabbing some shit and she was like yelled at me and I was like I'm 17 you can't yell at me anymore is like what I felt so I was like <laughs> I tried to explain to her that like you know like we are allowed in here normally and like we kind of have that freedom and uh she was having none of it and was kind of just being dismissive which I now as a sub I get if kids are fucking with you all day long and then you have I've definitely now been that sub where a kid has been in the right, but I'm just like so fed up that you're like, no, 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 I'm tired now. Just like follow the rules, please. <laughs> so she was doing that and, um, oh man, I'm trying to remember the wording of it. And she was like, because like students, cause you guys will make a mess in there and you can't be in there. That's the reason you can't be in the spice cabinet because you'll always make a mess. And then under my breath, I said, no, it's cause you're a bitch as I <laughs> walked by and then she said, excuse me? And I said, sorry? And just like immediately went to 100% denial mode. And she was like, what did you say? I was like, I didn't say anything. <laughs> she was like, no, I heard you. I heard what you said. You said that to me. I was like, no, no, I didn't. She was like, well, you have to admit it. And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Some kids were talking in the hallway. Maybe we overheard them. She was like, all right, then. Well, then I'm going to get Mr. Townsend, who was, like, the head of the foods department, who taught Foods 30 only, who I had, like, yeah. run into a few times, but didn't know him that well. Um, but, like, I think he knew of me as, like, normally a kid who was excited about foods and was there all the time. Um, so she went and got him, and he, like, pulled me aside into the other classroom and sat me down. Uh, talked to her for a bit in the other room and then came to me and was like, so what happened, Chris? What's going on? And I was like, I was walking out of the spice cabinet. She didn't want us in there. She then like started accusing me out of nowhere of like, I don't even know what she think I said, but I think she thinks I insulted her. But I, there was like a group of kids in the hallway who were all yelling and like swearing at each other. So maybe she overheard them. I didn't say anything. I have no idea what she's talking about and was like so adamant. And I remember this lady was like a little bit older and was so flustered by it that she was getting like a little emotional and having a hard time explaining her point. Like I was more well-spoken yeah. than she was as a teenager. Yeah. And then he was like, all right, sounds good. Went up, talked to her. And then I went back into the classroom and she came up to me and she was like, Chris, I'm very sorry. I thought, I thought you had called me a bad name and I apologize for snapping at you. And I was like, no, it's fine. <laughs> and talked my way out of calling a substitute a bitch, which is like, oh, man, not good looking back. Oh, man, yeah, just like, I just committed really hard to the lie and sat in that, and now as a sub, just get, like, roasted by kids and take it. Yeah, because I guess it came around finally. It's good. I had a kid That's in good. grade seven this last year. They were just like, it was a photography class that I was running, so... Um, I was just like explaining the safety rules of like using going into the dark room and shit. And, um, the kids just like weren't listening to me at all. Uh, wouldn't stop talking. So I had to do like the clap pattern thing and yeah. got them settled down. And I was like, explained it. And I was like, you guys should be able to do this. And like snapped at them. And I was like, does anyone have any questions, any questions at all? 
And a kid in the back just said, hey, how come you stopped hosting Blue's Clues? And I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. And, like, uh, all the kids laughed. And I was like, fuck, good for uh, you. That's amazing. Lost them there. Yeah. What a good burn. Yeah, he fucking, like, if I said, like, at a roast battle, someone said that to me. And it was a 12-year-old on the spot just burst it out. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. He looked a little scared after he said it, but it was so good that I was like, I can't, there's no way in my heart of someone who loves jokes, I could never yeah. then be like, get out of here. That was accurate. What yeah. a good, vague reference that is really spot on. How do they even, like, I thought Blue's Clues would be too old for someone that's 12 years old now. Man, 12 year olds are like 20 now. It's crazy wild yeah the internet i guess the internet mobilizes everything uh yeah it's just from like blues clues memes i think or like a part of a yeah. meme culture so like i don't think kids watch futurama but i'm sure they know who the characters are right or that's true it's weird watching shrek now and seeing how many memes there are in it oh yeah it's i feel like memes have revitalized shrek yeah, it's With, true. Without the internet and memes, I feel like Shrek probably would have just died down. Everyone might have forgotten about it. It's funny that that was the chosen film. Like, why not Road to El Dorado? Yeah. I guess ogres Ogres are key. Scottish ogres. Yeah, I guess because it was like yeah. a CGI movie. And at the time, I remember it being like, oh, look, at you can see the individual hairs on Donkey's head. It's so groundbreaking. Yeah. Yeah, Rota Eldorado was just, I don't know, maybe it had too many metaphors to colonialism. I guess, it, yeah. Not even metaphors, it just straight up was... Just like straight up, They yeah. were conquistadors, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were the bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, no, it's a musical, it's fun, look at them, and now they're all dead. <laughs> we'll, make them, uh, we'll make them kiss a local, hey, look, hey, it's better now. Oh my god. No, it's gay. They're kissing a local. She's, I don't know, it's Disney. So what? 12, 13 yeah, years old? So what? <laughs> it's progressive. Do you Treasure Planet? I do remember. That was like the steampunk movie that was animated, but also 3D? Maybe? I just remember it was like, it was pirates. It was pirate ships, but also lasers. And... Um, yeah, I don't. I honestly don't remember the plot at all. I remember. I get it confused with Treasure Island sometimes, but I'm like, no, 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 it's not Treasure Island. Atlantis. There was a movie called Atlantis that was pretty similar, I think, to it as well that came out. That was like. Oh, I remember. I remember that one. Yeah. I tried renting that movie from Blockbuster as like a ten year old whenever it came out. Got home, took a. It was a DVD because DVDs had just started coming out, and we had a DVD yeah. player, which was sweet, and. Remember the disc kind of looked weird, and I was like, "This doesn't look like all right." Weird. It was just like all red with like an X through it, and I was like, "All right, weird." Put it on, and it turns out that it was a uh, Red Dragon, the Silence of the Lambs prequel, <laughs> <laughs> which I watched like the first like I didn't see anything horrible, but it was like the first like four or five minutes, and I was like, "I think this is supposed to be animated." <laughs> I don't think Anthony Hopkins is in Atlantis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my dad then went back to Blockbuster and just... My dad is notorious for if a business is not, like, does something sh shit or isn't up to par, we'll get, yeah. like, an absurd amount of free stuff out of it at times. Not so much <laughs> these days, but back in the day more, he would, like, 
right. go. And I think at Blockbuster then, he was like, I want a free rental because I had to drive back here. I want a free rental because I paid for that rental that wasn't good. And I want a free rental because I'm mad because my kid watched a different movie he wasn't supposed to watch. And they're like, all right, all right, fine. Here's like four free rentals. Take them. Yeah. And then they shut down. That's why. That was the last straw. Yeah. Good old... Your dad, Netflix Borger. <laughs> Netflix Borger. <laughs> oh, man. Old Mo Bezos. He... <laughs> Bezos. Um, yeah. Watch this uh, chart today that was all of... Uh, a map of all the Blockbuster locations over a pretty long period. And oh, yeah. there's still one left in Oregon. Really? Yeah. Oh. I know that there was one in... Was it... Anchorage, Alaska, maybe? There was, like, one uh, blockbuster left, and John Oliver did this whole bit to, like, save that blockbuster and sent them a bunch of this, like, Russell Crowe memorabilia that he was selling to, like, pay for a divorce or something. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. (laughs) And he sent them, like, the, like, his leather loincloth thing from Gladiator or something like that and like some something from a beautiful mind and stuff and just sent them all this weird russell crow memorabilia oh like big cardboard pop-ups and stuff <laughs> yeah. oh my god i forgot about those like they'd always have like sweet like jar jar binks like surrounded by pepsi oh yeah there was wow the early 2000s like 1999 2000 was dominated by jar jar binks selling doritos and slurpees and probably like mcdonald's happy meal stuff i got a lot of star wars happy meal toys jar jar moved product <laughs> he did that guy He's like a i had a huge jar jar binks poster in my room growing up that was like <laughs> near movie sized and just like i don't think it said anything i think it was just like his headshot yeah i mean say what you want about the guy yeah he's he's not the most solid star wars character how dare he you was he was better before he became a senator. I feel like he sold out when he just became a senator, and I was like, what? It was so spent... funny seeing him walk around in robes. <laughs> yeah, his, like, dignified walk and stuff was like, Jar Jar, what happened to you? You sold you know, out, man. You went corporate. You went corporate. You sold out. So much, so much time in the first movie of him like diving into water making fun noises and like running around with jedi and like oopsie daisy goofing on those uh, goo goo balls and and stuff oh zapping his tongue yeah like and then he went from that to like i'm a senator now i wear robes and live in a city like oh man georgia what happened to you either he's such a different personality because yeah in the first one he not only he doesn't doesn't fit in when he's like an alien on different planets like he's always (laughs) fucking up in his old his own world everyone's like no this guy's an idiot here (laughs) so for him to then do a 180 to just be serious and solemn is he being medicated did he was he putting on that thing as a bit the whole time where he's like "Eh, (laughs) pretend to be an idiot yeah I feel like there's a there's a solo Jar Jar movie between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones that we all deserve to see. Like, what changed him? Oh, man. I want it to be ultra dark. Like, him just like... <laughs> yeah. Like, George R. Binks dark. George R. Binks. 
Uh, you remember that? Was that from a comic strip that killed you? That was, right? Yeah, it's it was a comic strip, and George R. Banks, Jar Jar's dad, is George like, R. He's contemplating suicide, and is holding, like, a blaster to his head, and his wife goes like, George, no, think about your son, and then he pulls the trigger. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's fan. That's not canon, right? I don't know if it's... It might be. Maybe it was Clone Wars or something? Yeah. I think he did... Like, his his dad... His dad didn't die. I think he, like... He attempted, but then it, he didn't... It didn't kill him. So maybe he came around, but... Just, just That was the little clip... The little bit that Mike showed me that I was like, I can't believe Jar Jar Binks' dad is named George. George R. Binks. What does the R stand for? Like, Raymond? Like, <laughs> Why Jar Jar? Where did Jar Jar come from? Because he's how we act. Everyone's name is like George, Peter. This is the boss, Boss Nass. And then there's... Uh, fuck that guy. You name him Jar Jar, man. Yeah, you name him Jar Jar. Look at that guy. So I was just going, Jar Jar, Jar Jar. Just an idiot, man. Fuck that kid. Let's banish him. Yeah, that, guy's, that guy looks like a guy that'll piss off Sebulba. Oh, so can you imagine going to school with Jar Jar and then being like, what's he doing now? And you're like, he's a fucking senator. <laughs> what? He's a senator. That guy? I feel like it's kind of a metaphor for current politics. Honestly, I was about to say that. Like, it was shocking for him to be a senator because the president wasn't there. Well, now the president is there. And he is yeah. just, oh my God, it is. In the 80s or 90s, if someone was like, I'm mad, like, could you think Donald Trump would be the president? People would be like, what? No, that's he. That's not something that could happen. It's just like. And here here we are. It's a hyped up, because I think Ronald Reagan, where people, when like he got in, when everyone was like, Ronald fucking Reagan is a president? Yeah. What an idiot. A cowboy actor? What? Yeah. And weird. What a weird thing. Was he, uh, he got dementia. Do you know if he was having dementia when he was still in as president? Because I think near the end, it was like, I think that's why he stepped Pro down, maybe. Yeah, probably. I don't really know much about Reagan, except like all the bad things he did that our world suffers from still today yeah now it's just like he's mostly talked about in like real woke raps yeah <laughs> yeah i bet there's probably a bunch of run the jewels songs about reagan reaganisms i think killer mike actually has a song called ronald reagan where the background yeah. is like ronald wilfred reagan <laughs> <laughs> course it includes like a 30 second clip of just him speaking about being like making a speech yeah i mean if you are a public servant and someone meshes your name with economics because you had such a hardline stance on capitalism that I, I feel like that's a bad sign i feel like that's probably probably means you did something that upset people It'd be cooler to have like obamacare as opposed to <laughs> Obamacare, not Care. Obamanomics. 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 <laughs> oh man, yeah. I wonder what Kenny's legacy will be. Surely it'll be great. Oh, surely. Yeah. He's dealt with everything with such grace and poise. Jesus Christ! Have you seen that video of him dancing in that hoedown? <laughs> no. Oh my God! I gotta find it. I'll find this video to you, and I'm gonna send it to you right now. And you're going to love okay. it. Oh, boy. Here we go. Minimize you. 
Oh, man. I got shown this, and it just blows my mind how horribly he looks. Jason Kenny <laughs> dancing. Jesus Christ. This is going to hurt you. Uh, what? Let's see. Send you the GIF over the Facebook. All right, check that out. So, if you folks, anyone listening to this, still, if you want to watch it, look up uh, Jason Kenny Jig, where he does like a little <laughs> dancing jig, where he looks like a little fucking porky pig motherfucker jiggling around. Oh my god. Oh wow. Are you watching it? Yeah. Uh, there he is. Isn't that amazing? Oh my. Doesn't he seem like someone who'd be in, like, Oh Brother, Bar Out Thou? Be like, I'm gonna be the mayor! I'm corrupt! And eat... <laughs> like, always has, like, a chain of sausages around his shoulder to snack on? Yeah. I feel like... He he's definitely doesn't look like that anymore. No? Is he slimmed down? I think he's probably slimmed down, but maybe not. Like, I truly... I don't really look at him a whole lot. You know, he does... I'm looking at a picture right now. He looks, like, slimmer and sadder. He looks like he's... Right. Just like drank coffee and taken shits for a couple months. <laughs> yeah, shits on us mostly. Oh yeah, just dripping diarrhea's all over <laughs> her faces. Yeah. Hey, you're a teacher. You know that he's worked very closely with you in making sure that they've put more dollars into education than any government has. Oh, I know. I'm making so much money as a teacher. <laughs> As is, and my fiance, who graduated with an ed degree, is very employed. Oh yes, very, very. Yeah. yeah. And both of you will have a bountiful educational assistance and all of the support you need for kids that need educational assistance and extra support for their learning. Oh man, I think right now if I was an at-risk like four-year-old in Alberta, I would just be happy to know that I'm gonna die in a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'll all be over because this is yeah. Yeah. Oh God, boy. What a goddamn mess, Piper. And you made it. You took this water. What, what a mess. What a mess indeed. All right, Sam Stralick. Well, thanks very much for chatting. This is the freeform conversation that you thought could never happen. It's true. I thought it could never happen, and here I am. I've been proven wrong. Ah. Saying that. Joke is, this wasn't recorded. It's not even a podcast. <laughs> I'm kidding. I would never talk to anyone if I couldn't milk it for at least six listens on Spotify. Of course. Gotta get them cents. Hell yeah, baby. Mom and Dad, I hope you enjoy this episode as well. <laughs> <laughs> Any shout-outs you want to give, Sam? Uh, no, I'm, I am alone. Sounds good. Thanks always to Casper Mattresses. Take it easy. Thanks for listening to Marvin and Barry Podcast. <laughs> talk to you later, buddy. Bye. Bye.